Cameron and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today It's Today FM, it's Dermot and Dave and our next guest is absolutely born to be wild. In fact, she wants you to be as well. You'll know her from shows like Smother, Finding Joy, Republic of Telly, Handy Sandy <laughs> and of course, the hit show Young Offenders. She plays Maraid. It is Cork star Hilary Rose. How are you? Um, absolutely wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming into our Cork studios. How far away do you live here? Live uh... from here? I'm about 20 minutes away so it wasn't wasn't too bad okay yeah um, but you, it's always a joy to come in and talk to you wherever you know oh thanks thanks Hilary <laughs> uh, Hilary and I worked together um, got nearly a decade oh I suppose it was a decade ago yeah. now on the Republic of Telly uh, you played Handy Sandy correct and I loved that because that character was fantastic because it was the first time that I had witnessed that sort of you know modern city take on you know a Corkonian mm, mm. she was a brilliant character to play she yeah. was really interesting because she was really out there like really really out there I think if anyone's uh, or f- were fans of Republic of Telly, you know, they would have remembered that. So, but I think, like, without her, there wouldn't have been the Young Offenders, which is really interesting. She was like the prototype, you know, okay, of kind of what evolved or, on our observations and 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 how we got to grips with story and drama and everything as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it always felt like she was the prototype to me. Are people disappointed when they see you on the street or get talking to you that you don't have a st- as strong a Cork accent as <laughs> you have portrayed on telly for the last ten years? Absolutely. There's a look of like disbelief and. Shock on their faces and then I'm like but I'm an actor and they're like oh okay <laughs> out of my way darling yes I'm an actor darling don't you know out of my way girl <laughs> uh, but Young Offenders is just I mean what a, what a success story mm. that was and of course your husband Peter Foote uh, wrote and directed it yes um, and there was the movie yeah um, is there what, what, in the in the young offenders landscape, it's kind of like a bit like Peaky Blinders. Are, are we going to get more in some form, or or where are we with it? Um, it would be lovely to get us all together again to do mm. it. That's kind of where we're at at the moment. It would be really lovely. There is chit chat about it, is all I can really say. Yeah, I think you have to kind of miss it for a while, don't you? You have to allow it to to you know settle back into the background, and then mm. you have to get a little bit nostalgic. Uh, and then you get excited about it again. And then the RT repeats are on and people are, you know, interested again. And I think we needed a break from it as well, quite yeah. honestly. So we needed to want to come back to do it. What is it like to be directed by the hubby? <sighs> <laughs> and does he restrict that direction to just the set? <laughs> I hope for his own sake that he does. Yes, we had to draw a very, 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 I won't even say fine line, a very, very thick line when we got home. Um, yeah, so to be honest, actually, he wasn't really on season two and three. You know, he came on as creative producer, but he didn't direct season mm. two and three. As far as I recall, it's such a blur now because it feels like a long time ago. Um, no, it's great. Look, he's a yeah. fab director. He's really, really brilliant. But there is that thing of like, right, you're going to pay for this when we get home. You're going to yeah. pay for this. <laughs> you maybe do 10 takes of that scene yeah, in yeah. front of everybody. I was mortified. <laughs> uh, but I guess it must be a nice occasion for you to watch each other work in your own spheres and actually gain that respect for each other, not as partners, but as, you know, fellow professionals in the same industry. Mm. And I, we very much built it together from the ground up. Mm. So we were just kind of two wild kids that had an idea, really, when I look back, you yeah. know. 
um, over 10 years ago. I suppose we're together nearly 15 years now. So it, we kind of came together at a time where we had a lot of ideas that were wild and we kind of... So it has worked. And yeah, we have gained, I hope, I'm going to say I respect his work, but I'm hoping that he respects my work. <laughs> yeah, um, of course he yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And then, you, you, know, you know, like we've built a family and a life and everything outside of that as well. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot gone into that little pot, yeah. you know. Well, life is the key word because mm. uh, you have a blog called Live Wild. Mm. And it was actually something I didn't know that you were into, um, mm. you know, when I saw you the last time. And then suddenly this amazing approach to life is developing, particularly during lockdown as well. I mean, you really got into this. Mm. You're encouraging people to get out there and go wild swimming and uh, find food in different places. Yeah. I know you're writing a book on the topic at the moment, mm. which we can get into in a few minutes. But, um, you know, what are the areas? How did you get into this and why is it so important to you? And what are you encouraging people to do? Um, I guess it was just me trying to find my own path of reconnection back to myself. That was what mm. it was primarily for. And why do you think that connection was broken? That's really interesting. So I suppose when I look back when I was a child, I, am, I spent all my time in nature. I completely immersed myself in nature and I mm. felt very safe and very held in nature. And I think, you know, as you get older or as I got older, anyway, in my case, you know, I moved into the city, started living in the city. So there was a disconnect from nature and it crept in so... Um, so quickly and so easily and, and I suppose I didn't have the level of consciousness or awareness to be aware that there was a disconnection happening mm. um, and, I, and I suppose after finishing The Young Offenders the end of 2019 it was just prior to the pandemic it just felt like there was a lot of pressure on me and it was the pressure that kind of cracked me open once again to kind of go, okay, well, what is I, what what actually am I looking for within my life? Mm. You know, because you can have everything on paper and it looks amazing and it is amazing and I'm full of gratitude for everything that we've done everything we've built and all the work that we've done but there was still a loss I felt, I felt like there was a loss inside me so that's when I went okay nature so I went back and just reconnected back into nature by swimming by walking in the woods by you know trying to understand the cycles of nature again which helps you understand the cycles of life you know it was mm. just had to immerse myself right back into it and what are the i mean it's sometimes people you will roll their eyes because it's it's hard to to latch on to it's intangible mm. you know there isn't a list of here are the 10 things you will feel after a walk <laughs> in the woods we just know like you say there's a sense mm. that either something is right or something is wrong something's mm. in balance something's out of balance what are the things for you that you notice that happen if you don't do these things Okay, so I have a little morning routine and I get up early to, mm. to every day to do this routine and it starts with breath work. So I do a little bit of breath work. It doesn't have to be massive. It, it's only really about six minutes long. Mm. I do it before I even get out of bed. So that's the very first thing I do. The second thing I do is I do a, like a seven minute Qigong routine. Tiny little, it sounds like... So I'm, that's kind of like movement uh, yes. and breathing combined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, okay, is she turning into a ninja? I'm absolutely not. <laughs> and there's like, no, there's no martial arts skills within me at all but it's just a little routine that I have hmm. and then I step outside and I just connect in to nature I put my feet on the ground and that's it that's all I do in the morning if I don't I've noticed that if I don't do those things hmm. by the afternoon I'm very tired and I'm grumpy interesting but if I do do those things consistently yeah. I'm not tired and I'm not grumpy 
And, and, and that's the very basics of it. Yeah, yeah but, but no, think about it. That sounds, you know, kind of like you could you could be cynical about that. That it's you know that what's so what if you're a bit little bit grumpy or whatever. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you think about it, if you're grumpy, you know, for for half your day, <laughs> and then that happens every day. There's there's half the week. That's half your life. Half the month. Half your life. Yeah, you're snarky and saying, "What the hell did you leave the milk jug there for?" You know, like. Things totally. could be better than that. Yeah, and it just feels like, you know, when you've got kids as well, and I have kids and you've got kids, like, I try not to, you know, um, offload my grumpiness on them. So it's really like me trying to do it for them as well as me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're only tiny little simple things. That, you yeah. Know. Well, I would say that these are the people who are most precious to us. Mm. These are the occasions and times that are most precious. But we can be carrying stress into those situations and we're not there we're not we're not actually appreciating any of it and they're mm. the they're the golden moments mm. um listen before you go i want to talk about uh, the podcast the mm. live wild podcast if people want a little bit more of this uh, where are they going to be able to find it so it's actually launching next week it's going up online this weekend and it's going to be live by next week but you can find it on uh, social media just uh, so you can connect in with mm. us it's live wild podcast and that's across all all social media so it's live wild podcast should be launched by next week and you can have a listen there's brilliant guests on it so I'm really excited about it fantastic you got a book on the way too book on the way first draft is nearly done um, so yeah I'm hoping that that will um, <laughs> get finished <laughs> <laughs> well it sounds like it's nearly there nearly there it's nearly there yeah, yeah. And I'm excited about it I'm excited about yeah, it yeah brilliant it's, it's, we are too we want to read it thank you um, and what about acting I mean are you parking that for a little while are you still involved or what are you up to oh no I'm very much involved mm. very much involved um do you know, I just, with small kids as well, it's being away from home takes a lot out of the family. So mm. uh, I try to pick and choose my projects so that, you know, I can go away, do a really nice project, come back, but not be not be out of the family system for quite so long as maybe I had been previously. That's the idea. Yeah. Well, look, we've been talking together for like nearly 10 minutes now. Um, I think there's a green patch out there. <laughs> we can we can both go out and stand there in our bare feet as, now. I was going to say, as long as you take your shoes off, yes. let's go do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go get grounded. Uh, Hilary Rose, thank you so much for dropping in. Uh, don't forget, the podcast is called the Live Wild Podcast and uh, I think we could all do with those benefits Hilary was talking about. Thanks for dropping in. Thank you for having me. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.